0: That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. group. report were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. This is the Detroit City Cast with Dan Leach, presented by Bet Rivers. And welcome in, fine citizens. Happy Fantastic Friday here on the Detroit City Cast, brought to you by Bet Rivers. Happy Father's Day coming up on Sunday. I can't wait to spend some time with my amazing dad, the Doc Guy, the H Man. We're going to do a little golfing, a little barbecuing, a little U.S. Open watching. A perfect Father's Day. Uh, with some great weekend weather coming up here in the D. Congrats to the Golden State Warriors. We gave you a three-unit play after Game One, plus one fifty. Cash that easy. How about Wiggins? My man Andrew Wiggins. He didn't win the MVP. Came second. Uh, obviously, second is only you know counts and uh, closely counts in horseshoes and hand grenades, as my amazing dad uh, coming to the Father's Day weekend would say. Uh, but we almost had a huge cash on that at fifty to one. Uh, so feel really good about what we did with the basketball playoffs. Definitely way up, and definitely cash big with the Warriors. Um, plus the 150 after game number one and, and, and Warriors four titles in eight years. Curry's first MVP. Boston was seven and two in elimination games uh, in the NBA Finals until that game. And of course the the Warriors just too good. Jordan Poole, even Draymond getting back into things. Steph Curry incredible. Wiggins great. I mean Porter Porter Jr. That team so well coached by Steve Kerr. You know, they're going to be the favorites again, and we'll talk about that throughout the offseason. Of course, we'll talk Pistons and the draft coming up soon. We've got the Stanley Cup Finals, game number two to get to. We'll get to that and my kind of the way I'm going to tackle game number two in the rest of the series. Uh, And of course the U.S. Open, we're going to recap all the bets that I gave you and also some thoughts about live betting today, live betting throughout the weekend, and as I mentioned always on this show, check my Twitter, damage 971 my social medias, where I will give you things that I'm doing throughout the weekend if there's things that I like, uh, you know, that I decide to make plays on, official plays for you, the fine listeners and fans of the award-winning Detroit CityCast. Uh, But just want to, before we get into anything else, mention how great of a time I had yet again in Traverse City, the whole crew up there, whether it's Tom McGee, the director of golf, Caroline Rizzo, Caroline in the city, Justin, Kevin, Greg uh, Johnson, Scoop Johnson. Just such a great time. They do put on such a great tournament for the Michigan Open. We were out there on site for the last several days. And listen, it was not – I'm super happy for Jake Neen, former Oakland University standout, won the title in 2018, was able to walk around with his parents – Uh, His mom was super nervous. He was incredible. But when you've got a guy like Patrick Wilkes Creer, who many believe is the best sectional, you know, non pro player in the entire state of Michigan, at least for the last couple of years, when you have a five shot lead going into the final round, and there was crazy wind up in in Traverse City, 40, 50 mile an hour gusts at times. So the weather, you know, the wind is is a factor. But when you've got a five shot lead and you go nine over. And not even finishing second. That is really, really tough. But congrats to Jake Neen. Two-time winner. It's a very exclusive club uh, after the 105th Michigan Open. Great times up there with my fine intern, Judge Dredd, and Jeff Lassen. He joined me on the show the other day. Uh, so this is, I think, five straight years we've done this. And I'll continue to do it. It's so great to, to be up there to be able to support local, you know, amateur, non-PGA-type professionals Going up there, grinding, you know, trying to win a, the most important championship for their state. This golf, you know, uh, you know, crazy state of Michigan. And I just love golf itself. And we did that lesson in Leach, the Bear Challenge, where we played for the tournament tips on the Bear, one of the toughest courses in the country. And me and Jeff Lesson last year both made our numbers. And this year we missed them by one. We, we played four holes this year from the tourney tips. My number was 27. I shot a 28, Jeff was 22, he shot a 23, but I bogeyed the second hole, Jeff Pard the first, or bogeyed the first hole, played some great shots, but boy, it just shows you how great these guys are, and do it over and over and over again, I mean, obviously, some of the, the players in the tournament had very bad runs, there were guys that were 17, 20-something over that missed the cut, guys that ended up finishing 17, 20 over that made the cut, Uh, But it is a true test up there at the Bear. And to watch these guys up close and personal. I've covered many PGA events. I've been in the U.S. Open. Uh, You know, I've seen the best in the world. I've been covered senior PGA championships at TBC Dearborn. It is just unreal to watch these guys play. Because I'm like a 19 handicap. I can shoot. I I had a birdie in my league last week. I had a bunch of pars up there at the Wolverine and and, and the Spruce Goose. But the, the difference is insane. Like, Think about it like this. You know, let's say you're, I was a pretty good basketball player growing up. And you think that, you know, you get out there and you can play with, not play with the pros, but, that, you know, is it that hard? Like you could have a good game playing one-on-one with LeBron maybe if you've got good speed or have a, have a good five-on-five game playing with some NBA or college players if you're really playing well. Golf is the the great, uh, I think, example of the difference between the average, you know, weekend golfer, or even like the good players that are one, two, three handicaps. I have a lot of friends that are like that. And just what pros are. And, it, like, people think they can, you know, shoot threes with Steph Curry. I am mean, not that they're going to be as good as him. But when you watch these pros, whether it's the Michigan Open or when I've covered the Rocket Mortgage or the U.S. Open, and you see what, you know, the Tiger Woods and Phil Mickelson's and DeChambeau's and Dustin Johnson's, etc., etc., or guys like this tournament, Jake Neen or Patrick Woods-Cree or Smithson or any of the top, you know, amateurs or pros in the state of Michigan. When you see what they can do, that shows you what the difference between being even someone that's really good and a top-level athlete. And it's I think in golf it's more stark than maybe any other sport because yeah I mean you're not going to be able to go out there and play football like Tom Brady or Peyton Manning or you know tackle people like Lawrence Taylor but if you're a good football player you're like oh is it you know can I go out there and have a few good plays sure when you're a golfer like at my level or even as I mentioned like a scratch golfer or you know a one handicap a two handicap and then you watch some of these guys that are plus threes and plus fours and plus five handicaps you see the difference and it just gives you both a taste of your medicine where you're like, okay, wow, these guys are absurd, but also it's something awesome to watch. And that's why I love covering the Michigan Open and we'll continue to do it uh, going forward. All right, let's take a trip to the Motown betting window, get you ready for a big betting weekend. And I want to start with this, though, from our friends at Bett Rivers. And The U.S. Open is going on now, of course. And BetRivers is giving you extra reasons to tune in and play. Just log in each day of the U.S. Open, receive a free Bet Profit boost to power up your tournament bet. Every round, a new boost for you to use before the round starts or while the players are on the course. That's pretty awesome. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Make your own U.S. Open bets every day and get an extra boost while doing it. At BetRivers, go to the BetRivers app or visit betrivers.com. Michigan. In Michigan, must be 21. Playable in Michigan only. Gambling problem? Call one eight hundred. 270-7117. All right, let's just be honest. The Tigers suck right now. Yeah, there's a lot of injuries. They are just playing really bad baseball. They're getting destroyed by teams that have come in and weren't playing great, like the Chicago White Sox, who might be about to fire Tony La Russa. I mentioned yesterday on the show that You know the Tigers are one of the few Tony LaRussa-proof teams in Major League Baseball because even he can't screw up games against them. They go down again in heaps to the Rangers. A great one-nothing effort by the Tigers pitching staff. Obviously offensively wasn't good. And then Soto comes in and you know gives up the tr- the basis clearing uh triple. Tigers go down three to one if they're leading one to nothing in the top of the ninth inning. You know, Tigers drop for the 39th time this year. They're on pace to win like 60. I mean, maybe not even maybe not even that. And this is a team that won 77 last year. Every team's got injuries. It's just unacceptable. And I'm not blaming it on A.J. Hinch. I'm not blaming it on the Tigers, you know, playing terrible baseball because they're trying to tank. They're just not, with the injuries and the way this team is put together right now, they're just not that good of a team. And the, the hope is, when you look at guys like Jackson Job, and Casey Myers hopefully coming off that serious surgery, and, you know, we know what Tarek Skubal, who's on the mound tonight, we'll get to in a second here, Uh, you know, what he's been able to do. And, you know, looking at Torkelson, who's obviously super young and green and needs some more time in the majors, but it's fine that he's up right now because he's getting, you know, kind of his feet to the fire, uh, which should only really hopefully help him because he's that talented of a player. Hopefully, in the next couple of years, with the draft picks and with the right kind of signings, the Tigers will be that contending team we talked about, starting with a wild card, then the division, and then obviously, hopefully, the sky can be the limit. But right now, this team is not good. One of the worst teams in baseball, 24-39, and 39, and a team that I believe is unbettable. I mean, yes, there are times I've given you out the Tigers in recent weeks, and we've won the majority of them. I've only given them out like five times, maybe in the last month, and we won three of those games. So we're profitable on those. But... Most of the times I'm gonna ever get a Tigers game out is if they're an underdog with Tarek Scoobel pitching right now, because otherwise they're just not winning games. But tonight you got Tarek Scoobel against this Rangers team. It's not much better than Detroit. It's gray. He's one and three with a four five eight five ERA for Texas. Scoobel five and three with a two seven one ERA. And you know the Tigers, being as good as they've been with Scoobel on the mound, are a slight favorite at Bet Rivers minus one twenty four. Plus 105 for the Rangers. Tigers run line. Actually, the run line is kind of reversed. Normally, the favorite would have the minus one and a half. But the Rangers at bet River's or minus 1.5 plus 170. Obviously, there's all run lines and other things you can bet on under the more bet section on your uh, app or website. Uh, Tigers are plus 1.5 minus 215. I see zero value with either of those bets. And the total, 7.5 over minus 115. Uh, we have a lot of sharp action on the over and under minus 104. And to me, it's just another stay-away game. I, I think the Tigers are going to win. But I'm not laying any money with this team because they just—they are just so bad and so inconsistent. But Scoobel has been awesome. I like the pitching matchup. It is not going to be an official play for me, but I do believe the Tigers do win this game. But I'm not betting on this team right now. There's just no value to me in that at all. What I am betting on is the U.S. Open and one of our, our plays for you being an outright winner. Let's take a look at where we're at after round one. Scores a little better than I thought they would be. At the U.S. Open at Brookline, the original country club. It's called the country club because it was the first in the country to actually be called a country club. So that's why it's the country club. But you look at Adam Hadwin, the Canadian, hasn't really contended it forever in pretty much any event. He is minus four after an opening round 66. Uh, you've got a bunch of players at minus three. A whole uh, kind of, uh, you know, quagmire of them there. Including guys like David Ligworth, Rory McElroy, Joel Dahman. Uh, Dustin Johnson is a two-under with a host of players, including one of our selections. Matthew Fitzpatrick, Justin Rose, who's a popular pick heading into the week. Matthew Neesmith, Brian Harmon, who we've had for many outrights throughout this season. He could, you know, maybe cash a uh, pretty uh, high outright. I don't think he's going to win this tournament. Aaron Wise as well at minus two. And then, you know, you go to the minus ones and we've got Will Zalatoris right there. How about uh, James Piot? who my man Brian Carnes, who normally plays in the Michigan Open, withdrew from the tournament after qualifying to go to Brookline with his student, this year's, you know, now the reigning U.S. Amateur winner, James Piotz. So he's minus one. He played with Morikawa and John Rahm. That whole group, by the way, minus one. How crazy is that? They all shot 69. They'll tee off today at 103, depending on when you're listening to this show. So we are right in the mix. Now, Shane Lowry did not finish the way I would have liked him to but he's not out of this by any means. He's plus two. He could have birdied 18 to make it a plus one. But still within six shots of the lead, this course is going to get tougher. Uh, scores were, I thought the leader might be one or two under instead of four under. But I think the, the, you know, the scores will come back to the field. And you got guys that were within six, seven shots of the lead. They could have a totally different feel going into the weekend. So when you look at the plays we made, and obviously Tony Finau being the other one, not happy with Tony Finau, that he's plus three, but let's say Tony has a 300 day or a 200 day, he can get right back into the mix. So feel really good about where we're at right now. And as I mentioned, if there's things that I like over the weekend, I'll let you know about that on Twitter. But I did want to check the live odds, and as I mentioned, it's uh, leading to lead into the Motown betting window. You get that profit boost each and every day of the U.S. Open at River. so there's no reason to not log in there. And get that profit boost to help you bet, whether it's a live bet or an outright, whatever it is. Matchup, it's all out there for you at Bet Rivers. Here's where we're at though with the updated outrights after round number one. Your favorite, still Rory McIlroy, came in nine to one. Now he's four to one. Justin Thomas, he was a top four favorite coming in. Now he's eight to one. Matthew Fitzpatrick, who we gave you at, as high as twenty five to one, I think closed at twenty two to one. I believe at Bet Rivers, he is now eleven to one. So his odds were cut in half. And same with John Rom, he's 11-1 as well. He kind of opened up right there, uh, or closed, excuse me, around 11-1. And, and we discussed this yesterday on the Thro- on the throw it on Thursday show. So there are going to be times where guys like a you know Matthew Fitzpatrick might be right in the mix where you want wanted to be even par day or you know one or two off the lead, whatever it is, and their odds kind of stay the same. Those are the times where, if you haven't taken one of my selections, but you kind of like my thought processes, maybe you got busy or you know you just didn't want to bet another a player, maybe you had your own kind of list of players. This is where you would take them. Now, with Fitzpatrick at 11 to 1, I don't think the value's there. And obviously, I hope he has a good day, number two, and the odds go down even more. But someone like Will Zalatoris, he's one under, he's three off the lead. His odds are not that far down from where he opened up, they're 20 to 1. You know, we got him at 30-1, to 1, but I think he closed it around 27, 28-1. to 1. That is an example of someone, if you have not bet Will Zalatouris yet, and you like my golf picks, which you know have been top-notch, take Will Zalatouris now. Another guy that I've been looking at, we didn't give him as an official outright, but Daniel Berger, he's right in the mix, he's 45-1. to 1. That's the kind of guy I would make a play on, uh, you know, that, that gives you the value heading into, you know, day number two, and then everything can change after a good day number two, making the cut and getting things ready for the weekend. Uh, there's some other uh, notables as far as the odds are concerned, you know, Pereira uh, who blew the PGA Championship 60 to 1, Joaquin Niemann 50 to 1, Sam Burns not a great day one. He was one of the top, uh, you know, six favorites odds-wise. He's 45 to 1. Lowry has now dropped to 70 to 1 after getting him at 30 to 1, but he has a good day number 2. He'll be right back to probably maybe a little under what we had him at. At 30 to one, Webb Simpson a popular pick by some of the people that I respect. That bet golf. He is up to 90 to one. And, and Webb Simpson wasn't by any means terrible, but towards the end of his round, had a little bit of struggles. He was looking like he was going to maybe finish under par. But Webb Simpson, you know, at least in the mix at even tees off early 751 on Sat on Friday uh, for an even par 70. So just stay abreast of what's going on with the different odds as we go through the weekend. Uh, let's talk about the NHL Stanley Cup Finals. We're going to break down game number two. and uh, You know how I'm tackling the game and the rest of the series. But let me give you the odds here. Uh, Colorado Avalanche minus 150. Very similar to game number one. Avalanche plus 128 on the comeback. Or excuse me, the Lightning on the comeback plus 128. Avalanche Puck Line minus one and a half plus 163. Lightning plus one and a half minus 200. The total six over minus 113 under minus one. Uh, and you know the Pistons, the draft's coming up we're going to talk about the Pistons over the next couple of weeks because you know for the rest of the summer there's not much Pistons to discuss, we'll get into some Summer League stuff I think I'm going to be giving out any official plays on Summer League games and I have been on it before but you know there's going to be some interesting things to see what the Pistons are able to do in the draft and, and you know are they going to take Jaden Ivey, will they be able to get him or Keegan Murray from Iowa, some options that could really help with Cade Cunningham uh, and Jeremy Grant and, and this young Pistons core that could get them to maybe be in the play in tournament uh, to be a playoff team coming up next season. So, I still believe they're a year away from that, but I think we're going to see a big improvement, a big jump from Cade's game, which was pretty solid anyway in the second half. Should have probably won Rookie of the Year, or at least, you know, came very close to doing so. Uh, so, it should be interesting to see what the Pistons do in the draft and in the offseason. And before you know it, we'll be getting ready for some NBA action again in the fall. By the way, we're under 90 days now till football. That's awesome. And while we got a second here, I want to just give you an update on some of the future stuff, uh, as as we'll do this throughout the summer, that the Lions have. And by the way, we'll just start with week number one and where that line is at. Uh, We haven't seen much movement from the Lions' opening week game uh, where, you know, this is a Lions team that is going to be better in 2022. But let's not get crazy. Some of you were, you know, seeing people on Twitter say, "11 wins, 12 wins, contend the division." Not this year. If they could double their win total or get to seven or eight, that's a very big improvement. It's like Jim Schwartz. 0 16, improved it every year. He went to the playoffs against the Saints in 2011. Let's hope that that's what happens with this team. But the, the Commanders a one and a half point favorite, minus 112. Bet Rivers for Week One. We're going to be talking with my compadre from the Washington DC City Cast uh, very soon to kind of just talk about where we're at with this game as we get ready. Obviously, he can never come soon enough. But we'll have some fun with him and my man Ryan uh, from the Philly City Cast. We're going to talk with him coming up soon as well uh, to get ready for Lions Eagles. Uh, in the early part of the season, too. Uh, By the way, the money line for Washington, minus 125, Lions plus 104, total 44.5, minus 113 on the over, and the under is uh, minus 108. And all Week 1 games are available to bet on BetRivers right now, so check those games out. And uh, you might see a lot of line movement uh, throughout the summer, so you know, as injuries happen, and as you know the Deshaun Watson saga continues. Uh, as far as the Lions' odds to win the Super Bowl, let's not get silly, but they have moved up to the fifth worst odds. They're plus one hundred and twenty-five to one favorite right now at Bet Rivers. Bills plus six fifty, Bucks plus seven fifty, Chiefs and Pack at ten to one. Rams, the defending champs, eleven to one, and the Chargers and the Niners at sixteen to one. As far as odds to win the NFC title. Once again, do not bet on the Lions. They are the fourth worst odds. They are 50 to 1, actually, the same as the Bears and the Panthers. Favorite right now, the Bucs plus 350, Pac plus 450, Rams plus 500, Niners 7 to 1, Cowboys 8 to 1. And then a couple of the props we've been discussing. Uh, actually, uh, let me do the division um, odds first, which I know some of you are surprised. The Lions are were you know for a while not the the you know the longest shot on the board they they're back to being that now they're tied for obviously third with the Bears both eleven to one the favorite of the Packers minus one seventy seven no value there obviously the Vikings plus two six I think the Vikings are going to be that great of a team this year either uh, but the Lions now are with a lot of action coming in in Chicago the same odds as Chicago for a while the Lions were nine to one the Bears were eleven to one but a couple of markets that I like. Are both offensive player or rookie of the year and defensive rookie of the year. Starting with the offensive rookie of the year, of course, Kenny Pickett. No surprise, he's going to get starting action right away. Five to one for Kenny Pickett with the Steelers. Uh, you know, Brees Hall and uh, Drake London seven to one. Traylon Burks and Christian Watson eight to one. But you move down the list and Jamison Williams thirteen to one. There's a big chance he might not be able to go starting the season, but he thinks he is. And regardless, there is some value there. I'm not telling you to make a big play on this, but if Jamison Williams is healthy for the majority of the season, he could absolutely be the Rookie of the Year offensively, especially if the Lions have a successful year, meaning six, seven, eight wins, improvement, almost double or more on what they did last year. But then the one that we've talked about a lot that I do love and I think there is incredible value in is Defensive Rookie of the Year. Hutch's odds have not moved. He's the favorite at plus 550. Thibodeau is plus six to 6-1. Kyle Hamilton, a lot of you wanted the Lions to take. I think you won't be mad about that because Hutch is going to be a transformative player. He is 7-1. to Quay Walker and Derek Stingley are 8-1. to And then Trayvon Walker at 9-1. to Amon Sauce Gardner at 10-1. to I still love Hutch. So I think he's going to get double-digit sacks, be a wrecking crew on that front seven. And yeah, well, can Thibodeau and Hamilton and Stingley have a good season and, and be in the mix? Of course they can. But right now is the time to bet it because let's say Hutch has a great training camp. And there starts to get a lot of buzz about him that he's, you know, a man already, even though he's a rookie in the NFL. And obviously it takes time to, to you know, grow into your position. But his effort and desire and passion is is bar none and, and as good as anybody's, you know, even players that have been in this league for a long time. Obviously he's got to learn what it takes to, to make it in the NFL. But five and a half to one, to me, is fantastic. And then also as far as the Lions are concerned, Uh, With the win total, this really hasn't moved a ton as well. Right now, 6.5, over minus 110, under minus 110. We've seen at times the 6.5 be minus 107, 108. We've seen it be minus 112, minus 113. Really kind of where it started at when the line came out months ago after the Super Bowl. Uh, And then to make the playoffs, the yes is plus 365 on the lines. The no is minus 500. All right, that is a trip to the Motown betting window. Brought to you by our great friends at Bet Rivers. Coming up next, we will talk Stanley Cup Finals game number two, how I'm planning on tackling this when I think about the series and the series prices right now. Get into that all coming up next, right here on the fantastic Friday, Father's Day weekend edition of the Detroit City Cast. Brought to you by our great friends at Bet Rivers. Bet Rivers Sportsbook is offering new customers a deposit match up to $250 when you sign up today, in addition to their welcome bonus. BetRivers has daily and ongoing promotions that can provide extra value. Download the BetRivers app or go to BetRivers.com today to sign up. Must be 21, playable in Michigan only. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-270-7117. All right, Stanley Cup Finals, game number two, Saturday night, 8 p.m. from Colorado. Right now at BetRivers, abs minus 150 on the money line, lightning plus 120 on the comeback. And you do have the Avalanche minus one and a half on the puck line. And that is plus 163, Lightning plus one and a half, minus 200, the total six over, minus 113 under, minus 105. Here's how it's being bet as of now here on a Friday Avalanche money line, 91% of the money, laying the 150 on the AVs money line, and 63% of the tickets. Avalanche spread minus that goal and a half plus the 163, 92% of the money at BetRivers, Rivers, 48% of the tickets, and the over, how about this? Just 13% of the money is on that over six, 87% of the money on the under, but you do have 68% of the tickets on the over. Just 30% of the money, but 68% of the tickets meaning you have a lot of very small tickets on the over, uh, and you have a lot of big, bigger tickets and more money, obviously, On the under. This is the way I'm looking at this game. We talked about the value being in the Lightning in the series price. We talked about that before the Stanley Cup finals started. Now you've got the Avalanche minus 278, the Lightning plus 230. I picked the Lightning to win this series. I told you I like the value of them plus the 170 or so before, or anywhere between 160 and 170 before the series started. Well, if I like that value then. I like it more now. Now, this is the risk. This is how I'm tackling game number two. If I I already have a series bet on the Avalanche. Or excuse me, on the Lightning. So I'm not going to touch the series price right now. If you have not bet on the series yet, this is the time you've got to take the Lightning. We talked about this with the Golden State Warriors. When I gave you a three-unit play after the game one loss, because I still believe the Warriors were in six. I said that before the series started. And that's what happened. And I said you will not get any better value than now because if they win game two, which they did, they're going to become a minus favorite again. of course, at one point, they went up to minus 450 in the series. The same thing is is true here. Vasilevsky is the superior goaltender. The Lightning kind of got stunned early in game number one, made that comeback by scoring the two goals in 48 seconds. And I think that Vasilevsky is going to be much better early in this one. Lightning, remember, came off much less rest than the Avalanche. I think the Lightning are going to be able to come out and kind of get in, in touch with this game right away. And as I said in the Warrior series, they are not going to be—you're not going to get any better value than this because if the Lightning win game number one, uh, game number two, and tie the series up at one apiece, they're going to probably go back to maybe less than they were before the series started because then you only going to have five games left in the series as opposed to a full seven-game series. So if you have not taken the Lightning in the series yet, and you believe in my my reasoning about why this Lightning are going to win this series, this is where you have to take them. As far as game number two goes for me. So obviously, we already have a, a play on the Lightning in the series. This is the way I'm looking at this game. If I didn't have any series action on this, I still would just completely like the Lightning plus the 120. I wish it was a little higher, but when you've got the best goaltender in hockey, especially in these playoffs, and I think he will win the Conn Smythe if the Lightning win the series, uh, the Stanley Cup Finals, you uh, you take the plus 128. I'm not touching the puck line, plus one and a half, minus 200. I'm definitely not laying the one and a half on the Avalanche, plus 163. I'm looking at the total, though. And as I mentioned, you've got so few of, so little of the money, 13% of the money on the over, but you've got a majority of the tickets on the over. I look at this game and say, okay, I think it's going to be low scoring. And I like betting against the, you know, the public in this one because you've got a ton of money, on, you know, you got all those tickets on the over, but the majority of the money on the under, and you're laying less juice at minus 105. Can this game go over? Of course it can, but I like a half unit on the under, at that price, under 6 minus 105, because I think is going to stand on his head. This could be a 2-1 type game, maybe even a 3-1 type game, uh, but I think the Avalanche are not going to get on the board that much in this one, you know, even maybe 3-2, to two, and you still would catch that it on the under and you're laying less than the 113 so it's a half unit play on the under six and if, if as I said I've got series action so I'm not going to touch the lightning in this game but I definitely like the lightning to win this so the plus 128 is the value there that's how I'm going to tackle game number two if I have no series action considering that I do I'm going to stay away from the lightning in the game and just take the under and if the lightning win this game you know obviously we feel very good about where we're at the, in the position for the series bet Uh, so that is where I'm at with game number two, Stanley cup finals. If there's anything else that I like, as I always will tell you, I will post it on my Twitter. Love doing that over the weekend when we're not, you know, doing uh, a live show, uh, you know, during the weekend time when it's not football, I always want to stay in touch with all you that are, you know, great supporters of the show to help me make as much money as we can. And I'll be doing that all day. Uh, you know, all weekend long, if I like stuff, live during the U.S. Open. And like I mentioned, don't forget, you get that 20% profit boost each day of the U.S. Open just for logging in to Bett Rivers. Also, bet three dollars or more same-game parlays in the Stanley Cup Finals, and you get a free $10 bet. So always look at, uh, you know, I'll tell you all the different boosts and all the different specials Bet River has, uh, but always look at the website, look at the specials tab where you've got the, you know, like, for example, for the Stanley Cup Finals game number two, both the Avs and Lightning to score are the first period of game two. The yes is plus 165. There's always cool specials. So that's baseball. Obviously, there's a lot of stuff during the NBA season. NHL, there'll be tons of football stuff. So always check that out. Always use the Profit Boost when you can because all it's doing is adding more to your bottom line. All right, that is going to do it for me here on this fantastic Friday, Father's Day edition. Uh, edition of the uh, Detroit CityCast brought to you by Bet Rivers. I want to wish each and every one of you amazing fathers out there nothing but the best, health and happiness, and a great year ahead as you celebrate Father's Day with your fathers or sons or daughters or wives, whoever it is. Uh, just have a great time with friends and family. And uh, I want to wish my dad, the great Hero Leech, my hero in so many different ways, uh, nothing but the best as well. I'm so grateful to be your son. Really can't wait to golf with you on Father's Day. Watch the U.S. Open grill out on the patio at the new uh, the new condo land. Uh, so can't wait for that. But want to wish you and all your fathers nothing but the best. Until next time, keep reaching for the stars. Believe in the dream. Dan Leach, the Squatch. Ah, love you, Dad.